We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Shaika. Shaika is a friend of mine, a new friend here. We are both here in Croatia training, uh, free dive training and, um, she is, I got very lucky to have her as my roommate here, and I just have gained a beautiful friend. She is very sweet, very aware of everybody around her. Um, she comes from a beautiful country uh, in Turkey and just has just graciously had some heavy things on her heart, obviously, with everything going on in her home, um, and uh, and has just been a representative of, of hope and resilience and uh and so much of the the beauty and the kindness that I've come to know um, in everyone that I've met in her home. So it's just an absolute honor and a pleasure to get to know her, to get to spend time with her, and um, and to get to train alongside her. I'm really, really excited that she has chosen to let me sit down and uh, share a bit of who she is as a, as a beautiful person, and, and for you guys to get to get to know just... The, the ray of sunshine that she is and, and the light that she is and, and the dance partner and, and roommate that I've gotten to have. So, Shaika, thank you. I'm super excited and uh, thank you for being here. Thank you so much <laughs> for everything, <laughs> all the nice words. No, you are you are a joy and I'm super excited for this. Um, so I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your view of the world, your perspective. Mm-hmm. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So you answer as you feel led and uh, we will dive right in. Uh, first one is, who do you define yourself as? Yeah, this is still I'm asking to myself <laughs> this question. And because we are changing by the time we are learning, we keep learning and it never stops. So till now, I think um, all I know about myself is I'm a very passionate person and I really love learning and improving improving myself but also um, like I in worst cases I have big hopes and I believe still we can do many things in that situations and so I would say maybe I'm a like peaceful warrior <laughs> mm. 
I like that. I think that's very, that's very real and authentic for you and for who I know you to be. Um, yeah, a peaceful warrior. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes from a movie, but I really love this saying. And I think this is kind of defines my life because how I started this sport and what I'm going through is I... I'm facing with some challenges, but I try to do my best and stay in a peaceful way. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I can agree with that for sure. That's cool. Uh, next one is a little easier. Uh, what is your favorite food? <laughs> <laughs> From there to there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I really do love everything. Um, this is like, I'm nutritionist at the same time. I'm dietitian, so I have different connection with food. When I see a food, I see all the beneficial things inside. Like um, if I see, let's say, a banana, I'm seeing like potassium, magnesium, <laughs> all the inside the useful things. So for me, I really do love everything, all kinds of food. But of course... Um, I love really traditional Turkish meals. We are based on more vegetables, veggies, and I really love this. And yeah, fruits. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, for sure. Yeah, I think one thing we are doing better of as this week goes on is trying to eat more. We're burning a lot of calories here exactly. and maybe not consuming as many as we need. I mean, you see me and I'm spending a lot of time in the kitchen sometimes doing nothing but trying to just <laughs> just make some healthy healthy yeah. meals healthy things and i'm yeah. really very obsessed about it yeah i love eating i love food and I, but i like to also consume all the like good things so for example i don't like fries because i think it kills all the beneficial things inside and it's cancerogenic blah blah and so like the how you cook it the food is also very important for me and yeah this is a little bit i look to the food a little bit different perspective so i don't eat for example french fries since my childhood i didn't eat any chips or something so mm. imagine but it's not because i want and i stop myself it's because i don't like it because there is nothing useful inside and I don't find it also tasty, you know. I like more like baked and cooked things because I can feel more the real food, what it is like. And when you fry, most of the real taste disappears. It just becomes like delicious fl fried for <laughs> most of us. And yeah. No, that's, yeah, it's cool. I think that's a really neat and obviously a healthy perspective if we could all like look at food that way and be like just to see it for the value that it brings our body i'll have to train my body to do that because <laughs> I, I definitely like french fries in your mind <laughs> in my mind yeah for sure um are you reading anything right now yeah i'm reading shibumi i just started when i got here and it goes quite interesting i really into books it brings me to another world and um, a few years ago I had chance to write a book actually it was a dream since long years and I was in a scientific research in Antarctica 
and I was helping the scientific group to collect some samples from under the water. So every day I was seeing in the ocean penguins, seals, whales, and I was diving under the icebergs and it inspired me so much. And I was like in the middle of the book. Then when I was there for a month in a ship, go, like staying just in the ship with the same people, I got more time to focus on, on my underwater book for the kids. So I finished it in that journey. And so I know how big effort there is behind to writing mm -hmm. a book and or a story, even it's a fiction story, it gives you a lot of thoughts and new ideas. So I I'm really in love with books and yeah, I'm reading Shibumi right now and also before I was reading uh, Shantaram and I can't wait for new books <laughs> and for my new book as well. <laughs> That's exciting. It's so it's cool to have such an appreciation to know like when you become an author that you have like to say like wow I understand the effort that goes into this and you just have a new appreciation for a book that you get to hold and you get to exactly. read because you know what the sacrifice somebody put in to make that happen to make it a reality for you to have an escape or an experience or to learn something and that's cool yeah and and i wish i could read your book but i don't read turkish so i don't speak turkish either hopefully, hopefully we <laughs> yeah. want to translate it in english oh, that'd be cool. because um after i wrote the book um i was ambassador of united nations development program to protect the oceans and we call it um, SDG 14 social development from the social development goals it's 14th which is life below water so I'm the advocate of this and we are delivering this book for free in the mm. many parts of Turkey who has no um, income to buy a book or something mm -hmm. so maybe with United Nations we can translate and bring it to us that would be really cool yeah it's amazing and i saw the color the cover and not just the writing but you do a lot of the illustrations as well right it's not mine there, okay there was an illustrator yeah. but i was kind of trying to draw yeah okay and try to explain express yeah. my feelings yeah i love drawing but i don't think i'm talented <laughs> <laughs> but still i love from what i saw a little bit but yeah that's cool and yeah that just seems like such an amazing i definitely want to hear more about um a month in Antarctica diving in those in those situations that's like yeah. that's such a cool experience I'm sure and, and to be able to be an advocate for something like that to be able to share something I think so often it's it's not a lack of care it's a lack of understanding and to be able to be somebody who can share educate and under help people understand something that matters to you is really cool to allow people to grow in that area um, like for me I'm super grateful to the ocean into the water because um, when I was a kid I was even not able to breathe to be honest I was always in the hospital with my family I had asthma and it was really strong one and when I start underwater sports my life completely changed mm. it's like 180 degrees change and I started a new life I started to breathe mm. <laughs> actually I'm feeling like my life truly started when I first held my breath. Mm. So with 
I'm so grateful and I was thinking whatever I can do for the ocean, protect the ocean, I will do. Mm. It brought me back to life. And when I started, I was swimming more with fishes, sea creatures, um, sea turtles, dolphins. And nowadays, every time, whenever I'm in the ocean, I come up with a plastic bag or something, a plastic waste in the, from the water. And I'm involved in many projects, especially in Turkey. We are trying to give the zero waste philosophy to everyone and um, there are big there was there were big steps about it um so i try to do my best and right now i'm officially working with the united nations development program about that and zero waste waste campaign i'm the ambassador of zero waste campaign in turkey to protect oceans and hopefully after these hard days we will go on our mm. projects and mm. yeah hopefully a little bit maybe save a little bit the oceans yeah for sure absolutely yeah it's all connected and one thing helps the next so what would you say is your greatest fear maybe it will sound snow but i <laughs> really don't have any fear hmm. i don't have any fear i think it comes from my childhood because i know how it feels like not to breathe and i was almost dying maybe my mom was praying every day like like please save her mm. and i was not able to go to school in the beginning and it was not important because they just want me to live like to breathe actually that's why um i know how it feels not to live even so somehow i created and i don't know i i am thinking about it because this question comes to me a lot and i'm thinking and i have no fear of anything like depths no <laughs> darkness no animals no i'm swimming with the sharks diving with them and i dive in every situation or i don't know so i'm going below 100 meters so i don't know <laughs> i don't have a fear <laughs> Of course, I don't want to lose any anyone from my family or something. But also, if it has to be, it's gonna be. So if it's like, if it's their destiny, I cannot change. Or if it's something meant to be, that's why I don't have like big fears. Or mm. I'm just allowing the flow and letting go about things. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think so often if we've experienced something that feels like this is, is this is horrible and then we we see the other side of that it kind of makes us go like a new appreciation for life to say okay like yeah i mean that was really bad what would i what else could i fear why i have this and and it's a focus on the good that's in front of you and that's i think that's how i see you live and that's yeah that's cool. especially after certain amount of time you see it like oh this I was thinking this was horrible, but actually it's a <laughs> gift, you know? Mm. I learned so much because of this and it made me much stronger. So I'm stronger on my way. Mm -hmm. So this is mostly how I feel. And because of that kind of experience, now I know nothing is mm. horrible. It's only experience. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think it's one of the most valuable things we can learn for sure. But 
in that vein then i guess um what would you say that you value the most <laughs> you're gonna love world peace <laughs> 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 she's laughing because we just i just shared if anybody knows the movie miss congeniality or if you follow along on uh instagram and some stories we've had some jokes recently about that movie and and uh yeah anyways there's our inside joke a little bit out so yes there's that <laughs> but actually i was thinking yeah. about this and on the other hand it's so true mm-hmm. like everything happens because of this whatever mm-hmm all the countries are whenever we have difficulties or with this climate change and climate crisis everything is about how people threat the world um, so i think peace is really important and another thing is for me most one of the most important thing is in the long term because right now i'm thinking about my country and uh, like uh, move on after this big disaster after the earthquake but in the long term for the world actually the climate crisis is the biggest thing and it's gonna end up many things so i'm really really uh, afraid about that and this is the most valuable things to protect our world right now Mm. especially the oceans which is like 70 percent of the world yeah no absolutely i can join you in that sentiment for sure when was the last time you felt joy Mm. (laughs) (laughs) what kind of joy i mean most of the times actually um these these days because of um because of the earthquake in turkey for for the first 10 days I couldn't even smile and I felt even ashamed when I'm mm. if I'm falling asleep or eating something because I I know someone is not sleeping there and they they are feeling cold and they maybe cannot find any food to eat and it's happening in my country my, in my next door so being not able to help in that moment kills but all we could do was just wait at home support the charities and support the rescue teams and i was working also for some rescue teams to prepare some um, helping boxes for them for for the earthquake teams but after that like i tried to little bit move on and do the same things useful things but i try to put a smile on my face at the same time because it's also important i need to stay healthy in my mind and sane not to go insane then i'm not useful for them Mm -hmm. so i try to like find my center again back to my center Mm -hmm. shake myself like come on you can do better and then I start to see the sunshine actually outside. And since I met you, I'm having super fun. And we are having some nice moments, little moments here. Yeah, definitely. It's it's such a hard a hard thing to say like and I know we've talked a bit about this too, like when when something tragic happens, when something when people are hurting, to say like what can we do and also at the same time to not feel a sense of of guilt or shame 
because we do feel joy because life is to be celebrated and as as much as every one life that is rescued is celebrated it's it's that joy that says this your hope your smile the way you're going forward in life it's reminding people that are in those positions that like yes this is what i'm fighting for and if we all give up it it crushes that hopeful spirit and so yeah it is it's it's a hard thing but joy is is alive and and it needs to be alive yeah especially watching there are some rescue dogs in the rescue search and they were helping to the people there <laughs> this was so so this made me so happy and it puts big smile on my face and because sometimes human doesn't treat the animals how they deserve so this was a, also a very nice lesson <laughs> <laughs> and seeing this put a big smile on my face yeah those are the smiles we need to have the the hope and the joy and we're remembering the beauty that life really is yeah yeah hmm. when was the last time you were afraid and why i told you i don't <laughs> <laughs> but this earthquake became a like traumatic thing mm -hmm. in my country mm -hmm. and like when this happened Not for myself, but for the... I didn't think, like, if it happens, what I'm gonna do. But I really... I was afraid for the people because mm -hmm. they were suffering. They were waiting for help for days. After 300 hours later, some people are rescued. Imagine, like, 300 hours under rubble. And in this cold, it's minus degrees. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I felt this was like, I felt so bad and afraid for them because they were suffering. But other than this, not much, not much. Yeah. Mostly I'm not afraid for myself, to be honest. Mm. But I don't like people suffering and something happens when they don't deserve it and such mm. things yeah for sure I can appreciate that would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something many <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah I'm a good learner mm. um, the first one was when I held my breath for mm. sure when I discovered underwater world because there was no gravity everything was like in the fairy tale blue oh, like it was like a, really like a dream for me so this really changed my life completely and then once like i i aimed to break the simas world record that time and i trained really hard and everything went really well so i uh, I broke Sima's world record and then I broke like six world records. So I start to feel very confident about what I'm doing, going below 100 meters, which is I think 330 yeah, yeah, feet, a lot. something yeah. like this. <laughs> and um, so like I was thinking that I can do anything and then I want to go 100 meter in variable weight. Uh, no fin discipline that time it was 2015 
and coming up just pulling yourself up without fin which is my weakest discipline actually mm. i'm more confident with fins but i felt so confident that years and i say like oh, i'm gonna do it and i trained for that and i did it in the trainings but in record attempt day i think i was a little bit too excited and it's very mental sport it it's not only physical thing i think 70 percent can be mental in free diving and that day was not my day and i blacked out in the last 10 meters but it was on live stream there was sponsors it was a big thing in turkey and everybody thought like i'm i'm dead you know <laughs> they didn't know what blackout is so i came up like unconsciously so it was like a bad scenario for many people even like right after my dive there was more than 100 missed calls and president was calling and my friends everyone everyone was calling and then blackout is something what happens in free diving sometimes uh, if you are trying to move your limits or if you are a little bit too excited and such things it's another topic maybe but <laughs> yeah that day i felt so disappointed because i trained for that and I had a lot of people supporting me so I feel like um, yeah I felt like I disappoint them and also I felt disappointed for myself but everyone was so um, welcoming like they were just hugging me and they said like we don't support you because you you are breaking records we support you because of you we love you and this enlightened me in a different level and this kind of let's say unsuccessful story became a big success story for me because it taught me way more than a success like if i make a successful dive to below 100 meters it's something but when you can face with mm. some kind of let's say unsuccessfulness if you can face with it, you learn so much. So it teach me, it taught me so many things, maybe 10 times more than a success. So this was a different level for me. Hmm. No, that's cool. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I think it is, it's the the moments when we, we often, I, I feel that too. It's like, you don't want to let someone else down, but you also don't want to let yourself down. But then realizing like, oh, wow, it's me. Like you are loved for you and people support you for you. And, and to be reminded of that, that it's not just what you can do, but it's for who you are. And that is something that no record or accomplishment in life is, is ever going to be bigger than. So that's really cool. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, okay, so we have, well, we've spent lots of hours together in the last <laughs> week here. Um, but what is something you think you and I have in common? first spray diving <laughs> i mean i would call it like water law maybe mm. and but more than this i realized it's more um we are grateful people and so more than this i think we have empathy to the others and to the world which is very important for me and also we are laughing to the same jokes <laughs> most of the time <laughs> 
<laughs> for yeah, sure. For some, maybe they are not super funny, but for us, they are funny. And this is important. And you never say no for food. Yeah. <laughs> this is super important for me. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> These are kind of common things I noticed. <laughs> That's good. I'm happy to have those with you and to share them with you. Yeah, I'm glad I passed the important tests. Yeah. I don't say no to food and we have the same bad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, what is something you are looking forward to? Mm. Um, yeah, um, the earthquake thing mm. messed up everybody's dreams and plans, actually. So everything stopped. I even don't have enough sponsorship for this year. But normally, generally, my goal was because it's hundred years of my country Turkish Republic's hundred years and I would love to bring a medal in the world championship to my country and break new records and so I was preparing for the freediving world championship and hoping that I'm gonna do my best still I'm gonna do my best and train and represent my country um this is my goal for this year and whatever i can do for for the earthquake and in those cities i'm going to put all my effort to this help helping process and also for my trainings mm-hmm. yeah and both are connected one is supporting your country one is again as we talked hope for what your home represents that it's more than a disaster that there yeah. is something worth rebuilding that there is something moving forward and that there's something pride yeah. that can be brought back home to your country for your people to to be reminded that there's more that they stand for yeah i hope i can put a mm. little smile on their face in for one second at least mm. yeah on the other end of that and maybe i know the answer a bit but what is is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? <laughs> Many things. <laughs> we human, we are so like virus sometimes and I think we are too much. The population is too much for this little world. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough water um for everyone. Safe water, let's say safe food. Um, so I think I think it starts with personalities like being a kind being a p- kind person or like empathetic person let's say means a lot and um, and then politics <laughs> many things like this is really a long story but yeah at least we could be a little bit more conscious about the nature and protecting protecting our nature at least yeah yeah definitely i don't think that would hurt at a single thing if we were all able to do that a little bit more and maybe had a little less of some some other things Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the world for sure (laughs) yeah what would you say makes you feel known and valued it's not I don't know it's like I never looked for so much if someone like um, how you say because I know 
real people in my life they love me and I love them so I don't look for any mm. appreciation or something and for other people I mean of course it's nice to be loved but at the same time they don't have to love or something so I never um, look for it like I never noticed or give attention if they love me or not love me this is something really not very important for me of of course it's in some point important but I think I have some like other values like such as if I can inspire someone mm. um, this is very important for me and I don't care if these people love me or not mm. I just like like if I make a moment in their life mm. somehow this counts for me mm. more than this yeah no i i really appreciate that direction with that is to say no it's <laughs> Sorry, good my english is not your so english good, is perfect so i try no, to no, no, express your, myself your english but sometimes is yeah it's different in your mother language no <laughs> oh for sure and again i always say this because so often so many of the amazing people that i get to have on here english is not their first language mm -hmm. and it's very common and i am always blown away by the willingness people have to to share and to communicate themselves because it is a lot to ask for me to say hey can I share who you are with somebody and then for them to say okay yeah can I do that effectively in not my mother language because that's hard and I think so many of us would struggle to do that in our native tongue let alone in in another one so I have an infinite amount of respect and and imp I'm continuously impressed with so many people like yourself that are able to do that so your english is perfect Thank do you. not worry yeah you're <laughs> great but no and again yeah you explained that perfectly to say that you know for me it's not value of what someone tells me of myself but to know that my life is letting someone feel inspired my life is making someone else feel that maybe they can do something or that they can have a smile on their face by something that i shared with them like those things bring value to you and that's yeah. that's what you share and that's yeah. that's so clear and i think that i appreciate that so much it's good <laughs> um so i think we know the answer to this one but where do you call home and what makes it home to you yeah um i travel a lot and mm -hmm. wherever i go um, it became home because since my childhood since i started underwater sports i have been in many countries like when i was i don't know 14 or something i was in new zealand al already from turkey all the way and so I had to somehow make this mechanism feeling home otherwise I'm gonna feel homeless <laughs> I always travel but I'm from Turkey and I feel I belong to there and there should be a reason why I'm from that country like we always question sometimes ourselves like why this is happening to me why I born in this family? Why I born in this country? Why this geography is like this? And and I sometimes understand that like my country is in a very busy geopolitical situation. It's connection to the world. It's neighbors with many countries, and there's always something. There, like I'm thinking about 
in some countries maybe uh, nothing happens whatever is happening in a week in my country it doesn't even happen in one year in such in some countries so but there there should be a reason why I born in Turkey and I'm trying to do my best for my home too so home is Turkey for me and but wherever I go I bring myself and my home feeling to wherever I am actually no yeah that's it's a full complete answer because I think it is especially for those of us that maybe are on the road often you have to have a you have to have that connection and that, that peace in yourself otherwise again like you said you will feel lost and uh yeah but but again I, I love that to say like yeah we're here for a reason from here for a reason connected to these people for a reason and and to not ask why but to look for the why and to to put that back I think that's cool but what is something you wish you didn't struggle with I mean (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking um, like I wish after you after my answer you could change these things <laughs> so <laughs> I'll snap my fingers and they will go away <laughs> yeah. yeah first of all like mm, not for me but for the world like whatever we are going through for my country and for all the world and we talked about them so these things they struggles me and Many years ago, I was thinking a lot about why I I'm having asthma and this is big disadvantage for me. And physically, many things are disadvantage for me. My hemoglobin low level is so low. My immune system is very low. I'm asthmatic, allergic, and and life is a little bit. I was thinking life is hard on me, and um, but then. I realized that difficult days made me who I am right now because I was having a lot of challenge since my childhood and this taught me so much like I had to um, make up the school's first years because I couldn't go at least like half semester let's say so I need to learn after all the kids started learning um, reading and writing and everything and after I started underwater sports it gave me so much discipline in my life and I was thinking maybe instead of a curse or something asthma was kind of gift for me Mm. and that's why today I, I don't have fear I appreciate every second because I know how not to breathe and like let's try hold your breath for a few minutes you feel like you are dying Mm. and when I was a kid I was feeling this every moment so right now I try to go all in in life like appreciate every moment and because I know how it feels when you cannot breathe even when I was thinking um, I was struggling a lot and why this happened to me right now I'm feeling like no maybe it was kind of gift because mentally I'm so strong I 
I believe I can do anything if I want to do. I think you can. <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> What is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? I mostly offer these kind of helps if they ask me. Mm-hmm. And if they don't ask me, even I feel like I can help, help. I'm waiting for their request because maybe they have to go through a, on this path alone mm-hmm. or by themselves or to understand the situation by themselves will be better for them. So um I'm mostly observing whatever is going around um including my family but i mean free diving if they ask me something i would answer and i would help definitely but also i realize like sometimes people were telling me many things and when i start to understand those things happened only with my effort not with their effort mm-hmm. so they should be also ready to understand that things so i'm most observing and mm. if they need help i will do my best and i'm kind let's say i'm instructor in free diving i'm nutrition specialist i'm advocate for united nations so on those topics i'm kind of expert i can put more knowledge mm-hmm. but i believe truly be- believe even um we are not experts in such some things and if they are asking help then we can really support them mm-hmm. um especially motivating them mm. on this and yeah i'm mostly observing and waiting their request <laughs> no that's such a it, that it in itself is such a skill to say like i know the areas that i'm able to help somebody in but i also know that they need to want to and they need to be ready to because and they need to also know how to ask for that help because i think that even in itself is being able to ask it 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 opens up the door of wanting to learn and wanting to hear what you have to teach because often people say they do but they're not quite ready and and it can be a waste or a struggle for both to really get what they need to out of that. So I think that's a that's quite a skill to say I'm good at observing and stepping in when someone's ready. That's cool. Hmm. All right, so this one's a little bit fun, but if I were to give you uh, I guess I'm we'll go in euros. If we were to give you about 10,000 euros and you have to spend it in two weeks, and you cannot give it away what would you spend it on oh i mean 10000 euro definitely you can spend in two weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe if it was more yeah but life became so so expensive especially in turkey mm-hmm. so i think um this would very quickly go mm-hmm. away um like if i was allowed to give it to charities not give but like um i would build something mm. that would be useful for the people like a library for example mm. little library and for the kids especially and i think i would do such things if i had this opportunity and this is kind of one of my plans actually mm. like dreams and it's gonna happen That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like Maybe c- not in two weeks, but yeah. I like the I love the smile and the 
the joy when you say it's gonna happen yeah like <laughs> the the confidence and like yeah i'm i'm working for this and i'm gonna make it happen that's cool that's fun hmm. is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love but maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it the way you want them to or receive it for the heart that you would intend it um it could be my mom because she doesn't do any sport she used to smoke and like whatever she was doing i tried to do opposite <laughs> of her because um like i tried to encourage her to start at least like to stay healthy to do some exercise daily and there is no way like she doesn't believe in herself and mm. she she's retired right now but she's she feels like she is the most busy person in the world she has no time to do that every day there is an excuse mm-hmm. and yeah like i i would love to tell her that she has all the time in the world mm-hmm. she can do that and i try but like you cannot sometimes in your family you it doesn't count like you can help any people of the world but when it comes to your family it's not the same so mm-hmm. she just says yes uh, to make me happy but <laughs> she doesn't do it so <laughs> it's like mother and daughter connection and um, it doesn't work in my family relations but with other people for sure like i have s- a lot of students and i made them I make them believe that they can do it and Hmm. actually I believe and really like they cannot even like believe how they did it but they do amazing results sometimes and there's many many examples like that but only when it comes to your family sometimes (laughs) it's harder it's hard (laughs) it is sometimes it's hard when we say like there's a there's a disconnect when it's like when we're really like known by somebody and they're really close to us they almost feel like oh yeah do they really believe in me or do and you're like yes yes you can do it it's it's possible and and to know that they would hear that and to to just feel like okay yeah i can do it yeah actually this kids book was very good connection for me with the Mm -hmm. kids and i i'm receiving a lot of messages from families that um, our daughter started swimming because of you and she was afraid of water mm. but after seeing you she wanted to be a mermaid and so actually like I think um, there's a lot of good examples and just to tell them you can do it mm. makes big difference mm-hmm. yeah for anybody to tell us like that they believe in us yeah yeah I think that's that's like one of the most valuable gifts we can give somebody and it's free Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool on the other side of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love yeah actually um i i don't have big expectations from people around me but at the same time somehow i do believe in faithfulness and yeah like if someone i trust comes and or if i learn after a certain point that i cannot trust this person anymore this really hurts me mm. 
Um, of course, like I have different ways of thinking. It can be a lesson or something, but as a human, this is something that hurts me. And that's why like I'm really careful about how I'm behaving to people and I really do care about faithfulness. Hmm. I can resonate with that one a lot. Yeah. That's something to feel like you lose almost like you lose a piece of yourself because yeah. we give that when we trust somebody, we give we give them a piece of us. And if it's broken it 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 hurts for sure and it breaks a bit. It's also something that I think makes people like yourself, um, it speaks a lot to your heart. It makes you the empathetic and caring um, person that you are because you know what that feels like and you, you do everything in your power to make sure that when someone gives you a piece of them to hold, that you hold it genuinely and sincerely. And that means a lot. So that's cool. Right. <laughs> what would you say makes you feel at peace? Of course, in the water, I feel definitely it's home for me, the ocean. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate with that one too. Yeah. There's something about the silence, especially when free diving, just the quiet and the, you're there and you're just at peace with your mind or you can't be at peace in that space. And there's something, there's something about that. It's feeling one with the water actually. And I feel in my whole body all the water molecules are dissolving in the ocean and becoming one and yeah, I feel so peaceful in the water yeah that's a really beautiful gift hmm. do you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now very uncertain <laughs> <laughs> especially as a Turkish hmm. woman hmm. very uncertain hmm. but I like it Hmm. All right. Well, we'll let that one go right into this one then. This is always my very uh, complicated question. Like, so you oh have complicated, more complicated <laughs> questions. Okay. Um, I may need translation. No, you're good. <laughs> um, as a woman, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that you wish men would hear that maybe normally they would not accept coming from you as a woman? Whether it's something you wish they knew about women, whether it's something you wish they knew about themselves, if you could say something and they would believe it, what would you say? Just be kind mm -hmm. and gentle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really important for both sex, like mm -hmm. um, both gender, it's really important and being kind person and gentle person. Mm -hmm. If you were to have a large audience before you and you were to share with them a bit of advice, a life lesson, um, something you want them to know, what would you leave them with? I would say never give up. Whatever mm. happens, never ever give up. And just follow your dreams. Never give up on your dreams. Yeah. And if you really really wish something and believe something with all yourselves I believe you can do it hmm. yeah, even if I can do it hmm. as a asthmatic person and <laughs> if I can go below 100 meters and hold my breath more than six and a half minutes then everybody can do anything so just never give up <laughs> there you go yeah that belief that belief that you say 
uh, we talked about is is a free gift we give to say I believe in you mm-hmm. for you to share that right now if you're listening and just hearing hearing what she's sharing that she believes in you don't give up chase your dream so I like that one um, what is something you wish people knew about your culture yeah um, in Turkish culture especially when I'm traveling a lot people are like oh we didn't know Turkish people are like this we have never been there but we were thinking like this and like this so there's a lot of um, misknowledge let's say and so I think our most significant value is hospitable and yeah like if you you are in Turkey so you know but if you ever come to Turkey and if you just randomly ask for something they would even invite you for food and dinner and like it's in Turkish culture they always even they have no food for themselves they would give their food to the guests so this is quite impressive for me and I'm not so much um seeing this all over the world in some countries yes but sometimes no and this is also their culture i understand but this is how i grow up in turkey and this is quite interesting to witness mm-hmm. and our history is something something else like it's so there is so big story behind my culture and my country and I wish people know more about that mm-hmm. because even just one part of a first world war is kind of like lifetime experience and inspiration and and it happened in my hometown actually mm-hmm. the Kalipoli part so there's many things that we can talk about Turkey and Turkish culture and the gastronomy and the nature beauty so there's many things to experience and yeah like I think I'm so lucky to be also even there are very difficult things about my country there is also a lot of beauty in this and it come this is the like yeah there is a lot of beautiful things about my country there are and i've experienced firsthand just that warmth of of your people that that just quickly open and invite you to join them for dinner and and share whatever they have um and just also yeah the the rich history yeah as you said there's there's so much that can be learned and and there's so much nature that's beautiful and it is a, it's a full and amazing story so i think it's something yeah if you're if you're listening like do some research go visit um, and learn yeah it's a it's a it's one of one of my favorite cultures that I visited so hmm. what is something and maybe that you already answered a little bit but is there anything that you love particularly about your culture yeah actually the previous question was quite similar for me because I'm gonna say food history <laughs> nature mm-hmm. and people yeah people are really um, yeah it's incredible it is yeah yeah i couldn't agree more Mm, is there anything about your culture that you're not so proud of 
about my about our culture I'm very proud of but sometimes some people unfortunately um, goes against the culture against our true beliefs such as like protecting the animals and nature and normally in our culture this is a must but sometimes we also see some people are not like this so this is i'm not proud of of course but it's not about culture it's about mm. people and this happens all over the world unfortunately so mm. yeah. being kind <laughs> yeah you're very right there are some aspects that i think yeah it's interesting often when i when i ask people this question there are certain things and it's a, it's a human thing often that there's yeah. parts of that we can go we could do better yeah yeah for yeah. sure do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life yes and no hmm. of course i cannot be sure but i have some feelings that um if i'm back to life after all these things i i need to inspire more people and maybe i can change another girl's life hmm. like how it changed for me and now um, that's why for example when I'm diving for a record dive breaking record dive I always dedicate it for a social project like um, under dangerous species education for girls protecting oceans and ev with every record we find a project and try to support that so I'm right now able to affect some people mm. and yeah I really really want to change some other lives if I can so hmm. yeah yeah no that's that is cool and I think to know that your life gets to help change another's life or let them know something is possible for themselves there's so much purpose in that that's really cool I think we talked about this and I think I know the answer but do you have any tattoos and if so do you have a favorite no I don't do. <laughs> I thought so yeah I don't have any tattoos yet <laughs> okay let's see in the what future life will bring yeah when I grow up <laughs> when <maybe>. you <laughs> <laughs> when you grow up there's time yeah. <laughs> um I know there's there's plenty of things but um what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of there's a few things but in my one of my record attempts when I was diving below 100 meter um, we were also supporting a project and when I was going down with every meter I was supporting one child mm. um, with my sponsor during their whole life for educational in their educational life so it's more than 100 children's educational life and they they are um marty's child so um i i think this was an amazing project so i felt like it's more valuable holding my breath mm. like it's not just the record time it's also we are supporting more than 100 mm. children for their education in their whole life. Um, and they lost their families just to protect our country. 
they were children of soldiers and right now to be able to support them in a way was a really like made me proud of what I'm doing and this also motivates me to do better yeah that's a really cool project and I mean I can think of that too as like those moments when you're I mean again my depth and yours are completely different but even for me thinking of that as you're going down and it's like the urge to turn around to come back up and for you to think that's that's a child right there I can go a little bit more I can go a little bit more and to know that you're you're changing someone's whole life in those like that's a really really cool thing to be able to be a part of that's that's very worth being proud of that's cool well Shaika, there is so much that I'm so grateful for in our time and I know we still have so much time together um, to as we continue to train and um, just continue to enjoy time together but I so appreciate you just allowing me to let others hear just a small part of the amazing person that I've gotten to know and for who you are and I'm truly grateful for that but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Oh, thank you so much really it was amazing and I think I'm living this life like um, I'm gonna die tomorrow and at the same time I'm never gonna die mm. so I'm trying to combine these two things and finding my center and balance between those and keep learning mm. yeah and never giving up so thanks for inviting me and I'm happy to know and know you and sharing these beautiful moments with you and yeah let's never give up <laughs> you too my friend it's a pleasure thank you thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment i would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from i really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.